When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It was considered the game of the year. Could the much-anticipated Alabama-Georgia clash live up to the hype? That, plus an SEC West hopeful looks to stay in the race. And two top five ACC teams face a challenge. One meets it, the other doesn't. We'll recap those and everything else from Saturday on the latest edition of the College Football Rewind. The biggest schools. Grabs in traffic, comes down with it. Touchdown! 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 Alabama! Ohio State. Oregon. LSU. The biggest moments. Incomplete! The College Football Rewind. That had to be a great game to watch. I'll tell you, unbelievable. Ten, five, give it six. The kick is good. And the Longhorns win. This is what big-time college football is all about. Here's your host, Kyle Tate. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of the College Football Rewind. Unfortunately, the headline coming into the weekend was COVID-19. Outbreaks forced the postponement of, among others, a trio of games involving top 10 teams, Florida LSU, Cincinnati Tulsa, and Oklahoma State Baylor. Then, of course, came Wednesday night's news prior to the game of the year. Nick Saban's positive test became the talk of the week leading up to Alabama, Georgia. But that positive was followed by three straight negatives, so he was cleared to coach from the sidelines for the monster matchup. With Bama ranked second and Georgia third, the first regular season meeting in a half decade between the pair could have massive consequences for the SEC and the playoff. Of course, the last two times they met, they were classics. The 2017 national title game in which Tua Tagovailoa came off the bench to lead the Tide to a come-from-behind overtime victory, and the 2018 SEC championship game when Jalen Hurts replaced an injured Tua as the Tide overcame another second-half deficit to win. 
What did 2020 have in store? Can you imagine this game with 102,000 people in the building? Wow. Not that it's, you know, it's still big, obviously, but it's a little different when you got 19,424 here. It's nice to have these fans here, but I can just imagine the merchant being on the field right now. We are lucky and thankful that we do have fans in the stands because um, this is going to be a fun one to watch tonight. Defense for Georgia, the Bulldogs have given up just 12.3 points per ball game through three games. Alabama's offense is averaging 51 points a game. Some very loud numbers on both sides for Georgia's defense and for Alabama's offense. Alabama with a ball, first and 10 on their own 24-yard line as we just get underway. Mac Jones, the quarterback, back in the shotgun. Play fake and a rollout left. He stops. He's hit as he throws. The ball is spinning. And a diving interception. Richard LeCount went diving for it. Got his arms up and scooped it off the turf at the Bama 41-yard line. Second and 10, Georgia from the 31. Low snap in the dirt. Picked up and thrown across the middle. It's deflected. Alabama's got the football. Justin Otoigby. And they trade turnovers here in the opening Two seconds of the ball game. Now Bama with a hurry-up offense. Here's Matt. Looks right. He's got a man. It's caught into the hands of John Mechie. Touchdown, Alabama! 40 yards. Matt Jones to John Mechie. We've got ourselves a night right here in Tuscaloosa. Go. Bama's up 7-0. First and goal from the 10. Hand off to Zeus. Right up the middle and into the end zone. Touchdown, Samir White. Touchdown, Georgia. And the dogs' offensive line, give them credit this drive. A lot of big holes opened up for this Georgia running game. First 15 minutes. We're tied at seven. Georgia and Alabama, second quarter on the way next year on the Bulldog Sports Network. And we got a good one cooking so far. And you can tell why both of these teams are some of the elite in the country. Very physical, very sound football game here in the first quarter. A lot of speed and a lot of talent on that field. Shotgun snap to Bennett. Back on his 10, hit as he throws, ball hangs in the air. Cook caught it over the shoulder, 50, 40. Cook's going to go uncontested, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, James Cook. Well, Scott, as soon as he caught the ball, the entire Georgia bench knew. They Everybody just threw their hands in the air. Touchdown. So Georgia now on top 14 to 7. Yeah, we're just going to get back in a rhythm on offense. We've had a punt the last drive, punt before, punt. 34-yard field goal try by Reichert is up and good. A 34-yard field goal. Bama gets points. It's now Georgia 14. The Crimson Tide 10. This will be from 50 on the far hash kicking to the right. The kick is away. It is reaching, and it is good. Another 51-yarder, Jack Podlesny, adds to the lead. It's 17-10, dog, 5.42 remaining second quarter. Second down and six. Najee is to the right of the quarterback. Waddle goes in motion to the far side. Here now the long throw, wide open behind the D. Touchdown, Devontae Smith. So we're all tied up nearing halftime. It's Bama 17, Georgia 17. It's third and goal from the five and a half for the dogs. Three receivers left, Zeus in the backfield, Bennett to throw into the end zone. Caught! Caught! Touchdown, Jermaine Burton, the freshman. Right under the goal post. He finally got it to him. Burton jumped in the air a little bit, brought it in, and the dogs have the lead. Thank goodness. And our new score here in Tuscaloosa is Georgia 24 and Alabama 17. A 52-yard try for Reichard. His career long in college is 49. The snap, the spot, the kick on the way. 
20. It's been a good ball game on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Getting to the point now, late in the third, Bama's got to start putting some points on the board. They trail by only four, but you need to get some momentum going. And you can feel Georgia trying to grind this game out, but right now, Mac Jones not including that intentional or the spike before the half. He's 13 of his last 13, really get it done through the air. Second down and nine. Mac looks right. Pressure's coming. He'll throw long. Waddle's got it behind the defense. Leaves the DB on the ground. There you go. You ask, you get 90 yards. Tyson Campbell wondering what happened to Jalen Waddle as he left him behind for the touchdown. That's one of the broadcast secrets. Uh, you lean to your partner and you say, you see, here's where we need some points. Got to start getting going. And then they score. It's, it's easy, right? Down, Two it plays, <laughs> put it in the end zone. I got to love to see. So Alabama now with a 27-24 lead over the Georgia Bulldogs. They've had a 40-yard touchdown pass. Obviously, that 90-yard touchdown pass, and those can be backbreakers. But now it's time for the dogs to answer. You knew you were going to take some punches uh, in this football game. You have to be able to counterpunch. Here now on a third and ten. Quick throw across the middle. Deflected Alabama interception. It's Malachi. Malachi's got it up the right side. He's to the 30. He's to the 35-40. Down the right sideline, 50. And Alabama's got it. Josh McMillan is in to help block here. Now the give. Najee up the middle. Touchdown, the first rushing touchdown that Georgia has relinquished this year. Big time play for Alabama. Big as it gets right there from Najee on his 11th touchdown of the year. Quarter is done. Bama 34, Georgia 24. Dogs ball on our own 40, almost the 42-yard line when play resumes. It'll be third down and six to start the fourth quarter for Georgia, trailing by 10. Well, maybe none bigger than this one up to this point in the football game as Georgia desperately trying to claw their way back into it. Going to have to overcome the 10-point deficit. It's a third and six from the 42-yard line. Pressure on the quarterback. He tries to escape. He does again and throws the ball. Intercepted Alabama. Intercepted by the Tides. Daniel Wright. He'll bring it up the left sideline inside the 30-yard line. Alabama leads by 10. Forrestall on the left side. Two wides to the near. Now Forrestall comes to the right side of the formation. Here's the snap. Matt looks, end zone up, goes Devontae, touchdown! Wow! Over the head of the defensive back, 13 yards, unbelievable catch for Devontae Smith. Doesn't get any better than that. I mean, that is as good as a catch as you're going to see all year when it matters more than anything. Alabama 41, Georgia 24. I like the second half a whole lot more than the first half tonight. Mm, you're not lying. It, this has been a good, good half from Alabama. And what a half the defense have not given up any points. Five drives, no points allowed so far in the second half from this defense. Pretty impressive to be able to come back from what they did last week. Statement made. Bama leaves no doubt. The dogs remain house trained. 
Alabama 41, Georgia 24. This is going to send in a message to the rest of the country. Hey, we're the real deal. And not only can we score points, but now it looks like our defense is figuring out too, shutting out the Bulldogs in the second half. Eli Gold and John Parker Wilson on the Crimson Tide Sports Network, along with Scott Howard and Eric Zier on the Georgia Bulldog Sports Network. The Crimson Tide dominate the second half, outscoring the Bulldogs 21-0 after halftime and they win the top three contest 41-24. Still plenty of other games to get to from the weekend. Bama's chief rival was given a test on the road. Could Auburn avoid an upset at South Carolina? And could a couple of top five ACC teams avoid upsets? We'll recap them after this timeout on the College Football Rewind. Quick, Dan, sell the people on the Solid Verbal College Football Podcast. Ooh, we've got game previews, recaps, weird sounds and segments. Keep going. It's free. The Solid Verbal is on every phone, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever. Okay, I'm listening. You get to hear my co-host, Ty, sound miserable every time Notre Dame loses on a big stage. Come on. The Solid Verbal College Football Podcast. It's good. Dan, I'm sold. Yes! Search Solid Verbal wherever you listen to podcasts. The biggest games. A sellout crowd of more than 100,000 fans on hand. This place is rocking. This is college football. Take this in. Half crimson, half burnt orange. Electricity. The biggest moments. At the middle touchdown. One second left. You have got to be kidding me. Touchdown, Ducks. This is the College Football Rewind. To be frank, Auburn is lucky to be 2-1, and one, beating Arkansas last week on a late field goal. It was preceded by controversy surrounding a Bo Nix spike attempt that the SEC later ruled should have been a fumble. Alas, the number 15 Tigers were still in the hunt in the SEC West, heading to South Carolina. The Gamecocks got their first taste of victory last week in Nashville. The programs know each other well, and four of the last five games in the series have been decided by eight points or less. How does Auburn get off to a quick start today, Stan? Yeah, I think you've got to be able to be balanced. And, and I want to see, I'd like to see Auburn take a few shots early on. Uh, if they. But here's the thing, it's all about can you run the ball? Can you get about four or five yards, six yards? Just inside the left hash, 35 yards. The kick is on the way, and the kick is good. So Auburn's first drive ends with points for the Tigers. A 35-yard field goal from Carlson. And with 8.32 to go in the first quarter of play, Auburn leads at South Carolina 3 to nothing. Third and 10 from the South Carolina 11. From the gun, Nicks turns, he throws, it's caught! Eli Stove, touchdown Auburn! 11 yards and a score! Stove will stand on another slant. Down. Auburn did a really good job on that drive. Auburn will go for two, J.J. Pegues and the Wildcat for the Tigers. And he's gonna run to reverse to Loy, Auburn's backup quarterback. He looks to the back of the end zone, it's incomplete. 4.33 to go in the first quarter. Auburn nine, South Carolina nothing. And Auburn football continues in a moment. Jamar, I, I don't know what you're seeing or feeling down on the sideline, but I don't see a lot of energy, particularly on that defensive bench, which has been so good, so enthusiastic all year long. Here's the real issue. We're not being out-talented. We're being out-executed. And that's something that's got to hit them to their core. And, you know, hopefully they come out in the second quarter and they can give us a better effort. That goes to third and 11. Next pump fakes. In trouble. Rolls left side. Got the big legs trying to turn the corner, throwing late. And that's into coverage. And J.C. Horn's got the pick. It's the first of his career. Now Carolina with finally good field position. Trailing by nine. Another Carolina first down. It's first and goal. They go hurry up and Harris up the middle. Pulling his way towards the goal line. Touchdown, Carolina. 
Touchdown, Kevin Harris. From three yards out, the turnover from Horn, the run in from Harris, two studs, boom, and the Gamecocks can make it 9-7 with the extra point. Second down and 10 from the 15 for Auburn. Nix, hands the ball right up the middle, Tank Bigsby, head down inside the five, somersaults and fumbled the ball into the end zone. And South Carolina will recover, or was he down? Does the official say that he's down at the one yard line? Now Schwartz in motion. Hand off Bixby, right up the middle, almost untouched, into the end zone, touchdown Auburn! Tank Bixby from two yards out. That was a push right there. I mean, it was Tank Bixby walked in. That line got a massive surge. 10 minutes and 24 seconds to go in the second quarter. Auburn on top by a score of 16 to seven. Giving wow. them every chance, mm. every chance. We don't seem to be emotionally into this game. <laughs> Emotionally you know, or just, mentally you know, man, I mean, locked just, in. We just there's no there's no jumping around. It just doesn't seem to be what I anticipated we'd have here today from our guys. Come on, guys! Number 14 team in the country. All right, Nick's gets another shot. This time just from third and five. Nick's all by himself. Watch the quarterback draw. Snap it back. Looking left side. Crossing route. Nick's bouncing in the pocket. Throwing late. Bounces up and picked off. The Gamecocks have got it. The second interception of the day. This one's for Jamie Robinson. And Carolina's going to take over after the turnover with 5.03 remaining. First and goal at the one. Nick Muse to the left side. Just one tight end, split out right side. It'll be Colin Hill trying to take it himself, reaching out with the football. And a big pile of Garnet White. Touchdown, Carolina. Touchdown, Colin Hill. His fourth of the year from one yard out. Our halftime score. Auburn 16, Carolina 14. This is Carolina football from Learfield IMG College. Stan White, Auburn will have the ball to open the third quarter of play, but Auburn has only scored 10 points in the third quarter to the opponent's 15. What does Auburn have to yeah. do from an offensive standpoint? <laughs> that's, they're either settling for three or they're they're turning the ball over, and that's exactly what happened first half. You could kind of sense the frustration in Gus Malzahn's voice about the turnover. 38-yard field goal from uh, Anders Carlson from the left hash. Snap down, kick on the way from Carlson, and this kick is good. Second field goal of the day for Anders Carlson. A promising drive for Auburn. The Tigers settle for three. 10-22 to go in the third quarter, and Auburn increases its lead to five. Auburn 19, South Carolina 14. Kirion Joyner in the slot. Shy, split out way to the right side. Shotgun snap, some movement. Free play, thrown, jump ball in the end zone. Are you kidding me? Caught. Touchdown, Carolina. Touchdown, Shy Smith. Carolina is going for two. Deshaun Fenwick's in the game. Leggett comes in motion over to the right side. Ball placed on the left hash mark. Colin Hills rolling right. Hills trying to find somebody. Throws late back in the end zone. Incomplete. So with 6.31 to go in the third quarter, the Gamecocks take the lead for the first time today, 20-19. First and 10 for Carolina from the right hash this time. Hill. Short drop, throws, slant, ball tipped up, and intercepted! Intercepted! Owen Papo, as that ball was deflected. I think it was deflected by Christian Tuck, maybe. Woo. Couldn't come at a better time. Oh, missed opportunities. Got to find a way against the number 14 team in the country. Four seconds left on the play clock. Knicks, really late, snaps it back. In the pocket, throwing right side, picked off, near sideline, J.C. Horde, 20 and knocked out of bounds at the 10-yard line. His second of the day, the third pick for the Gamecocks. 
Oh, hurt me. Boom. Let's credit the defense there. Big pick. Let's see if we can take advantage of it. Got to capitalize on it now. First and goal for the Gamecocks. Harris left side. Got to touch that. Touchdown, yeah. Carolina. Touchdown, Kevin Harris. Second of the day from eight yards out. Pick Harris. What's that give you? Boom. Touchdown, Carolina. It could make it 27. 19 with 54 seconds to go in the third. This one's 39 yards. Dogger puts it down for him. Parker up, got plenty of leg as usual. Got it! Another three! Snap down, Carlson's kick is away, and the kick is good. All right, 6.39 to go in the fourth. Auburn back on the board. Tigers have been held to two field goals here in the second half. But the Tigers cut the lead to eight. South Carolina, 30. Auburn at 22, 2.15 to go. And Auburn has 80 yards trailing by eight. No timeouts remaining. Well, the one thing that you, you've got to be aware of is you have time. Even though you do not have timeouts left, two minutes and 15 seconds in the college game is a lot of time. So you can't get greedy. You have to methodically work your way down the field if you're Bo Nix and Cup. Bose drops. He looks and he throws up the sideline. He's got a man open. That's a first down to Anthony Schwartz out to the 32-yard line. Nix rolls to his right. He looks and he throws. It is complete to Eli Stove at the 35. Nix gets out of the pocket. He's at the 30. He's at the 25. He's down to the 17-yard line. First down, Auburn. Fourth and five with nine seconds remaining. Auburn down 30-22. Nix trips receiver to the right side. Takes a shotgun snap. Got some time. Now going to run up in the pocket. Now there's a flag on the play. Nick's trying for it at the nine. They take him down. No time on the clock. That should be on Auburn, and the game should be over. The Gamecocks upset number 14, Auburn. Todd Ellis and Tommy Suggs on the Gamecock Sports Network with Andy Burcham and Stan White on the Auburn Sports Network. South Carolina gets handily outgained but forces three turnovers and pulls off the 30-22 upset, beating Auburn for the first time in nine tries in the modern era. North Carolina entered Saturday surging. The Tar Heels were ranked inside the top five for the first time since 1997 during Mack Brown's first stint as head coach. But with a pair of ACC teams ranked ahead of them in Clemson and Notre Dame, they have to continue to prove their worth. The latest test came in Tallahassee against a Florida State team trying to avoid a one and four start for the second time in three years. Empty backfield now for Jordan Travis. Running with the football, Jordan Travis, he's to the 15, cut back to the 10, five, three, two, one, touchdown up there too. Jordan Travis made a guy miss at the line, cut it back to the left, and we're in the promised land. 6-0. Who are you, Florida State? That's what you got to show the nation tonight. Fourth down, Javante Williams misses a first down by about, well, a little more than a foot. Out of the RPO, look now, Powell under center will feed the ball to the right. No, stop the run. I don't think he got it. I do not think Javante Williams got the first down. On the one-yard line, they've got nine in the box, and quarterback sneak. Jordan Travis scores the touchdown. Touchdown, FSU. Knowles leads 16 to nothing. Tar Heels are ready to go back to work face third down and three. Here's the snap to Howell. Drops, looks, fires a pass. It's intercepted. Picked off at the 10. 5 3 2 1. Touchdown, Florida State. It's Josh Rakendo. Intercepts the Sam Howell pass. And the Seminoles score six in a hurry. And the Seminoles are playing outstanding football. Florida State leads North Carolina 24 to nothing. Jordan Travis takes the snap, wants to throw, looks toward the end zone, flushed out of the pocket. Blitzer coming, runs to his right, keeps his balance, throws across the ring. It's a caught ball. Touchdown, Fisher. Touchdown, Cameron McDonald. The Knowles at seven before halftime. Florida State leads 31-7. Listen to the crowd. So 31-7, the score. A couple of things. Florida State had 49 points 
in 12 quarters against FBS opponents coming into this game. They scored 31 in the first half. And also, you know, Brian, I'll be interested to see how the Tar Heels respond. Carolina was 7-6 and six last year, but those six losses were by 26 total points. Right. They did not have a game like this where, where they were just... Ran out of the building. Right. Now, there's still a whole second half to go, but it's all up to Carolina's response now. Carolina's defense does have its back against the wall and at least is going to force a field goal attempt here for FSU. And the kick is no good. So it was just a 33-yard kick yeah, off the right kick. hash, but it was well wide right by Ryan Fitzgerald. So the Tar Heel defense able to survive, and the scoreboard stays the same. 31-7 with 12.02 to go in the third quarter. Fourth down and three now. And decision time for Mac Brown and the Tar Heel coaching staff. Look like they're going to go for it, Gene. Howell shouts something to his center, awaits the snap on fourth and three. He drops back to throw, looks toward the end zone, throws toward the end zone. It is incomplete. The no stuck. They stop him on fourth down. The receiver was Daz Newsom. No flags. FSU takes over on downs at the six-yard line. So the Tar Heels down 31-7. they got to get moving, not just in this drive, but in this game. Yep. He's going to throw on second and ten. Again, Howell has to step up in the pocket. Able to get free. Dumps it down the middle of the field. Caught at the 15. Javante Williams will walk in for the score. And the Heels are going to go for two, it appears. He will play action. Roll to the right. Tried to go back to the left. Nothing there. Howell scrambling. Dumps it off to Walston. Back line in the end zone for the Deuce. Now 31-15. to 15. And the Heels have a little bit of life now. 4.07 to go. Back within shouting distance. But they'll need some more quality play. Clock runs. Second and 21. How to throw. Knowles rush four. Going to Corrales. Near side. Corrales leaps in the end zone. Got it. Got it. Touchdown, Carolina. What a grab by Corrales in traffic. The Heels somehow are right back in this bucket. Play action. Now he's rolling out. Has to go to the far side with two men chasing. How still running. Dumps it off and knocked away. So with one second left in the third quarter, Carolina is within 10 at 31 to 21. Travis on the first down. Will fake the handoff. Rolling out to the far side. A flag comes in as the pass intercepted. Morrison a leaping one-handed pick at the 35. Holy smokes. That's the play the defense needed. Somebody to create a turnover. Heels still down 10, but Uncle Mo is now with the heels. On their field, IMG College. This will be a 38-yard kick off the near hash. And it is no good. no good. And the heels were down 31-7 at halftime because this half, Florida State has had the ball five times, two missed field goals, two punts, and an intercept. Clock at 5-19. Heels with one timeout, down 10. Hal claps his hands. He'll throw again. Going down the far side. Caught Brown over the shoulder for six and gets Carolina within a score. 31-28 with 4.58 to go. Florida State will punt it. Carolina not using its timeout. Newsom calls for the fair catch and makes it at the 22. So that's where the Tar Heels will have the football with two and a half minutes to play. One timeout to work with, down three. Series where you had to get a first, you, had, you needed two first downs, William. Two first downs and you run the clock and this game is over. Yep. 
and we go three and out, and the Tar Heels will take over with two and a half minutes left. Just got to find stop. So they got to go for it on fourth down. They need to reach the 7032. Here's the snap. Howell dropping the throw. We run a stunt. Can't get to him. Under pressure. Under pressure. He's going to try to run. Howell is throwing the ball. Upfield is caught. Oh, incomplete. Incomplete at the 30-yard line. FSU will take over with 35 seconds left. Signature win. You always want this as a coach. You want to find out where's the where's the game that kind of turned it around for your program. And a win like this beat the number five team in the nation. This could be that catalyst that you need to let you, everybody know, hey, you guys for real, you can play with anybody in the nation. All you got to do is believe in yourself. Trust yourself. 31 to 28. How about them, Noel? Celebrate. Dance to the war chant, the fireworks as well. Huh? Gene Deckerhoff and William Floyd on the Seminole Sports Network. Alongside Jones Angel and Brian Simmons on the Tar Heel Sports Network. FSU scores the first 24 points of the game and leads 31 to 7 at halftime before the Heels' furious second half rally falls short. Seminoles hang on to win it, 31-28. Those games were the highlights of the weekend, but there's plenty more to come. When we return, we'll run through the rest of the weekend around the top 25, including another top five ACC team on the ropes and a record-setting day for Clemson. It's after these messages on the College Football Rewind. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. 85 yards! To this point in the season, Notre Dame largely hasn't been tested. At 3-0, every Irish win has come by at least two touchdowns. That changed, however, on Saturday against Louisville, where one offensive touchdown was enough for Ian Book and company. Now Notre Dame faces third down and eight from the Louisville 13. Two seconds left on the play clock. Takes the shotgun snap, drops back, stands in, runs out to his left, got a lot of space, keeps it across the 15 and the 10. Reaches, reaches for the end zone. Touchdown. Ian Book took a hit on the far side of the field between the far numbers and sidelines at the three-yard line. Kept his feet, dove for the end zone. All heart by Ian Book. Paul Burmeister from Westwood One. That Book scamper was the only time the Irish would find the end zone, but they smothered the Cardinals and hold on to win it 12-7. The nation's top-ranked team passed its first test of the year in convincing fashion, with Clemson dominating Miami for 60 minutes in a top-10 showdown last week. Off the high of the victory, there were no signs of a letdown against Georgia Tech. And he'll fake it to ETN. Lawrence back to pass, going to load it up, going to go long. Got a man breaking open. Hits it. That's Rodgers, and Rodgers is on his way to the end zone all the way for a touchdown. He'll fake the pitch, and they'll throw it across the middle. Davis Allen at the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Back-to-back game for touchdowns for Davis Allen. Lawrence on first and goal from the 7. Going to roll left with the back of the end zone. Caught touchdown, Lanson. Don Munson from JMI Sports. Behind five Trevor Lawrence touchdown passes, the Tigers score 52 points in the first half and win it 73-7, the largest victory ever in an ACC game. 
Off last week's loss to the Tigers, Miami stumbled to 13th in this week's poll. Taking on a pit team coming off back-to-back -back losses, the Canes returned to form against the formidable Panthers defense. First down, Harris. There it back is. Throw King. Down the middle for Cameron Harris. Down the middle. He's got him for a touchdown. Cameron Harris, 35 yards for a Miami touchdown. King to throw. Again, lets this one fly. Harley's open. He's got it at the 10. At the 5. Harley spins into the end zone. Touchdown, Miami. 38-yard touchdown for De'Ara King. De'Ara King brought the imagination, and Harley brings the rocket fuel. Second Same down play. to 17. King lobs one out for Mallory. Middle of the field, he's got him at the 20. He's going to go all the way at the 10, at the 5. It's a touchdown for Will Mallory. His second of the afternoon. De'Ara King with some Miami magic. Joe Zagaki on 560 WQAM. De'Ara King tosses four touchdowns, including three beyond 35 yards, and Miami holds off stumbling Pitt 31 to 19, extending the Panthers' losing streak to three. We round out the day in the ACC in Blacksburg, where 23rd-ranked Virginia Tech took care of business against Boston College. And then fakes the handoff. Now lobs it on a screen to the left side of the field. It's caught by Herbert. He starts middle. A roller coaster ride of excitement. He fears to the left. Darts into the end zone. Touchdown, Hokies. What a big block by Christian Derisaw on first and ten. Blackshear gets the carry. Go. Here's your cutback, Mikey. Outside the numbers 10, 5. Handing out happiness. Raheem Blackshear. Touchdown, Virginia Tech. The Hokies are burning the Boston College Eagles. Bryant Johnson on the Virginia Tech Sports Network. Hendon Hook Hooker rushes for 164 yards and three scores as the Hokies cruise past the Eagles 40-14. to The SEC. A week ago, Kentucky picked off six Mississippi State passes and didn't allow a point to win its first game of the year. Though its SEC East hopes are already in dire straits with two losses, the Wildcats looked to be formidable, and the defense continued its tear against 18th-ranked Tennessee, breaking a long streak in the process. Garantano, two wideouts each way. He looks right, he throws it. Right at the whole way. Joseph to the five. Touchdown, Kentucky. Garantano against the four-man rush. Fires over the middle. Intercepted. Go. It's Davis go. to the far side at the 30. Gets go. a nice block. He may go. He's across the 50. Only the quarterback can catch him. Davis at the 20. Cuts left. Gets the block. 10. Stumbling. Falls into the end zone. <laughs> Touchdown, goodness. Kentucky. Oh, my goodness. Tom Leach on the UK Sports Network. The Wildcats opened the scoring with back-to-back -back pick sixes, intercept three passes overall, add in a fumble recovery, and cruise 34-7. It's Kentucky's first win in Knoxville in 36 years, a span of 17 straight losses. The Vols have followed up an eight-game win streak with two consecutive losses. Elsewhere around the SEC, number 11 Texas A&M got a much-needed boost with their win over Florida a week ago. The Aggies followed it up with a road trip to Starkville to face Mississippi State in desperation mode after two straight losses in which the air raid offense misfired. Isaiah Spiller powers his way into the end zone for a touchdown, Aggies. A four-yard touchdown for Isaiah. Brown, the lone receiver to the right. Kellen in the pocket, throws across the middle, that's complete, chase lane, first down, much more, 35-30, 25-20, 15-10, right sideline chase lane is in for a touchdown yes 51 yards chase lane and the aggies answer andrew monaco on the aggie sports network isaiah spiller hits the century mark on the ground and a&m is never truly threatened in doubling up mississippi state 28 to 14
There were also a pair of SEC games postponed to December because of COVID-19 concerns. Florida and LSU were scheduled to meet in the swamp before the Gators had an outbreak, while Vanderbilt and Missouri was postponed as well. That's all the action from Saturday. However, there were a number of ranked group of five teams that played midweek games. Starting with Louisiana, Hurricane Delta pushed the 21st-ranked Ragin' Cajuns and Coastal Carolina to Wednesday in the battle of 3-0 teams. It was the Chanticleers who made history. Chance to win it for the Chanticleers. Eight seconds left. Off the right hash. Unofficially 40 yards for Massimo Biscardi. Trip the snap. Overson to hold. There's a snap. There's a spot. There's the kick on the way. And it is good! It's good! With four seconds remaining in the game, Massimo Biscardi has given Coastal a 30-27 lead. Joe Cashin on the Chanticleer Sports Network. Coastal wins it 30-27 on Massimo Biscardi's game-winning 40-yard field goal, giving the Chanticleers their first-ever win over a ranked team. Cincinnati is generally considered the favorite in the American, but don't sleep on SMU. While the Bearcats' scheduled game against Tulsa was postponed, the Mustangs eked out a victory for the second straight contest, needing overtime against Tulane. Pratt looking to throw out of the shotgun. Has time. He'll throw right side, intercepted! Running it out the left side, costly 30, 35. He'll be tackled there, but the biggest thing is the Mustangs get the stop. Snap is low, picked up by Green. Kick has plenty of distance, and it's good! Two in a row! One by Chris Nagar on a field goal. The Mustangs sneak out of the Big Easy with a 37-34 win. Rich Phillips on the Mustang Sports Network. For the second straight week, Chris Nagar kicks a game-winning field goal, and SMU outlasts Tulane 37-34 in overtime. It sets up a Cincinnati-SMU showdown next week between the only unbeaten teams remaining in the American. Lastly, 15th-ranked BYU is well-known at this point, at 4-0 and with one of the nation's most efficient passers in Zach Wilson. Less was known about Houston, who didn't kick off its season until last week. But Dana Holgerson's Cougars led 26-14 late in the third quarter, until they didn't. And the throw is left. Inside screen. Caught and scored by Dax Mill. Touchdown, Cougars! A boot, an underhand shovel to Wake. Completion. Touchdown, Cougars! What a play! The underhand scoop to Mason Wake. Mason in for six, and the Cougars take the lead. Chest high snap. Pocket holds. Goes for the end zone. Milne is there. He caught it! He caught it! In the back of the end zone for a touchdown! Who else but Dax Milne? Coming from the right. Algier runs past that rusher to the right. Stays alive. 10-5 touchdown! <laughs> what a finishing touch from Tyler Algier! And the Cougars of BYU pour it on late. Greg Rubel on the BYU Sports Network. The Cougars close the game scoring 22 unanswered points as BYU pulls away from Houston 43-26. The Cougs are 5-0 for the first time since 2008. That was the weekend around the country. When we return here on the College Football Rewind, we'll hand out some awards to the top performers of the week. It's right after these messages. Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench for Blue Emu. Hemp oil is everywhere, but not every hemp oil product is made the same. Now introducing Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil. Why not trust the Blue Emu brand that has been the number one selling emu oil brand for over five years? Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil has been organically grown. It is pesticide-free, non-GMO, made in the USA, and most importantly, odor-free. Order Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil today on Amazon or the Blue Emu website. Record-setting performances. Over 400 yards! Wow! And a 
seconds. He picked off. That's his third pick of the day. Game-winning plays. Touchdown. UCLA scores again. He's got four on the floor. Touchdown, Red Raiders. Oh, there's your exclamation point. It's time to name our College Football Rewind Players of the Week. Memphis and UCF gave us exactly the type of game we all expected. Lots of offense, lots of points, and a great ending. The Tigers scored three touchdowns in the final nine minutes, turning a two-touchdown deficit into a 50-49 win, all led by quarterback Brady White. Here's the snap, a little low taken by Brady. Steps up, throws underneath in the middle, man wide open. Kylan Watkins grabbed it at about the 15, took off like a rocket into the end zone. They send a man in motion, the receiver left, and here's Brady rolling left, throwing left into the end zone. Caught! Touchdown, Tigers, Calvin Austin, and Memphis for the first time today has the lead. It's 50-49. to 49. Dave Woloshin on the Memphis Sports Network. White threw for 486 yards, six touchdowns, and no interceptions, and added a rushing score. Not to mention he threw the game winner with 68 seconds left to lift the Tigers to the one-point win. Honorable mention to UCF's Dylan Gabriel who tossed for over 600 yards with five scores in a losing effort. The two teams combined for over 1,500 yards of total offense. The only other 400-yard passer in the country over the weekend was BYU's Zach Wilson. But it's not the signal caller that garners Player of the Week honors. It's his top target, as wideout Dax Milne was too much for Houston to handle on Friday. Settles in a clean pocket, now hit as he throws deep down the near side to Dax Milne. Makes the catch, he's going to go! 40, 30, 20, 10, and just like that! BYU on top. Chest high snap. Pocket holds. Goes for the end zone. Milne is there. He caught it. He caught it in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. Who else but Dax Milne? A former walk-on. The junior caught nine passes for 184 yards and three touchdowns. And BYU's come from behind 43-26 victory over Houston. Defensively, we head to Raleigh, where NC State beat Duke 31-20 in the win. The Wolfpack forced three turnovers, including a pair by linebacker Peyton Wilson. Bryce fakes the handoff, looking, looking, steps up, guns it over the middle, picked off by Peyton Wilson. Back to throw is Bryce, he is hit as he throws, throws a wobbly duck, and it's intercepted by Peyton Wilson at the 40-yard line, at the 38-yard line. It's the second interception for Peyton Wilson. Gary Hahn on the Wolfpack Sports Network. On top of the two interceptions, the sophomore Wilson had a game-high 19 tackles and a half sack, as NC State improves to 4-1 and one on the year. White, Milne, and Wilson. Those are your top performers from the weekend. When we return, we'll run through our plays of the week. It's next on the College Football Rewind. Quick, Dan, sell the people on the Solid Verbal College Football Podcast. Ooh, we've got game previews, recaps, weird sounds, and segments. Keep going. It's free. The Solid Verbal is on every phone, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever. Okay, I'm listening. You get to hear my co-host, Ty, sound miserable every time Notre Dame loses on a big stage. Oh, come on. The Solid Verbal College Football Podcast. It's good. Dan, I'm sold. Yes! Search Solid Verbal wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the College Football Rewind. Corner of the end zone, one-handed catch, oh, oh, oh. touchdown! It's blocked, they did it! They wins it on another blocked field goal! Oh my goodness, a circus catch! Holy smokes, you won't see a more amazing catch than that! It's time to count down our plays of the week. Number five, Western Kentucky. Play clock is at two, gets a snap, looking right, firing right side, leaping catch! Yep. It is good! A great leaping catch! by Mitchell Tinsley. Oh my goodness. 
Tensley went up high and was able to take it away from T.D. Marshall. Number four. 10 one to play in the opening quarter. Here's the punt. Oh, it's blocked! It's up in the air at the 35. Blue Devils chasing after it. They scoop it up. It's Mausi. He'll take it to the house! Touchdown, Blue Devils! What a way to open up the scoring! Number three. And the game comes down to this. Everybody cross your fingers. Legassi's ready. Whittemore's ready. Snap back. Kick is away. He got... The distance! He got it! He got it! It's good! Evan Legassi, you're a hero! You have won the game! This one belongs to the Trojans. Your oh. final score, Troy 31 and Eastern Kentucky 29. Number two. Hills out of the shotgun. Joiner's over to the left side. Fade route, near sideline. Shy's there, jump. Leaping one-handed He caught catch. it. He caught it. One-handed <laughs> catch from Shy Smith. First down, Carolina all the way to the Auburn 45. Number one. Franks, he's going to throw into the back of the end zone. Burks is there. He caught it. Did he get a foot down? No signal oh. yet. Touchdown, Arkansas! Touchdown, Arkansas! Traylon Burks on the receiving end of a Felipe Franks pass, and he kept the foot down in the corner. Those were your plays of the week. We'll be back with more after this on the College Football Rewind. What do you want to da-da-da? What do you want to da-da-da? I'm not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressa da-da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressa and za. Mm-hmm. We could za and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressa da-da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da Quote da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Reliving the weekend on the gridiron. Caught inside the pad. Slips and tackles. Makes a man miss at the 10 to 5. Yo, baby. Catches. Racing down the sideline. Touchdown. Michigan. It's a 75-yard Cincinnati touchdown. Once again, here's Kyle Tate. South Carolina upsets a top 15 team for the second year in a row, beating Auburn 30-22. to Dan Rubenstein, co-host of the Solid Verbal podcast, available for download now, gives us his thoughts on the game. Let's talk about South Carolina Auburn because, hey, Gamecocks beat a ranked team and Auburn threw a bunch of interceptions and should have probably run the ball more and maybe committed fewer penalties. But all the same, South Carolina took advantage. They had short fields and they scored touchdowns. They got key stops and they were able to turn those interceptions into points, which is what decent performances are built on. Also, the Gamecocks were able to ground out some tough yards on the ground. Penalties were an issue for Auburn as well. Tough to win a game when you throw three interceptions to the other team's one. Of course, short fields are also quite difficult to overcome. Not sure why Auburn didn't run the ball more. Tank Bigsby looks like a crazy impressive talent and he performed well against South Carolina, but all the same, it's tough to also defeat the football gods after what Auburn was able to get away with against Arkansas last week in that very tight sneak away win. So South Carolina at home, the beneficiary, if you believe in the college football universe, looking down on games and pulling those strings, 
South Carolina should owe a debt of gratitude to those football gods. So once again, good for South Carolina, getting another win. Auburn looks tough, especially on defense. They don't have those forces of nature up front, a lot of injuries in the back end, whereas South Carolina able to at least be efficient to get that second win of the season. You know what? I'm looking forward to some more weird SEC results and you can listen to us talk about it on the Solid Verbal College Football Podcast. Wherever podcasts are available, that's that's where you should be. Come hang. Just over 10 minutes left in the program. If you're joining us late, we'll relive how the top teams in the country fared as the College Football Rewind continues right after this. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Directors' Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. We go crazy College Football Rewind. Here again, Kyle Tate. Alabama and Georgia was the marquee matchup, but half of the top 10 also played on Saturday. If you missed out, here's how the top teams in the country fared in week seven with our weekend flashback. Clemson. From the Tech 16, Lawrence, shotgun snap, play action, wants to throw, going left side, looking in zone, Jones caught it, Amari Rogers, touchdown. And Clemson has put up 51 first half points against Georgia Tech. Clemson victorious over Georgia Tech, the final in Atlanta this afternoon, 73-7. Alabama. Alabama leads by 10, there's the snap, Matt looks, end zone, up goes Devontae, touchdown! Wow! Over the head of the defensive back. Statement made. Bama leaves no doubt. The dogs remain house-trained. Bama 41, Georgia 24. Notre Dame. Two seconds left on the play clock. Takes the shotgun snap. Drops back. Stands in. Runs out to his left. Got a lot of space. Keeps it across the 15 and the 10. Reaches, reaches for the end zone. Touchdown. All heart by Ian Book. Notre Dame will move to 4-0, and Louisville's losing streak in the ACC will hit four games as the clocks hit zero. Fourth-ranked Notre Dame beats Louisville 12-7. Insert the big side relief. North Carolina. So they got to go for it on fourth down. They need to reach the Seminole 32. Here's the snap. Howell dropping the throw. We run a stunt. Can't get to him. Under pressure. Under pressure. He's going to try to run. Howell is still throwing the ball. Upfield is caught. Oh, incomplete. Incomplete on the 30-yard line. FSU will take over with 35 seconds left. 31 to 28. How about them? No. Celebrate. Dance to the war chant. The fireworks as well. Huh? Texas A&M. Isaiah Spiller powers his way into the end zone for a touchdown. Aggies. A four-yard touchdown for Isaiah. Second and goal from the six for the Aggies. The snap to Keller. Fake to Isaiah. Swing to Anias. He's in the end zone. A six-yard reception. Texas A&M is 3-1 and one after the 28-14 win at Mississippi State. That's your weekend flashback. We'll wrap things up when we return here on the College Football Rewind. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Ah. 
Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The wait is almost over for Big Ten fans. The conference debuts next Saturday, highlighted by five ranked teams, including Top 10 Ohio State and Penn State. Not to mention, there are a trio of other Top 25 games, as Big 12 favorites Oklahoma State and Iowa State clash in Stillwater. Tennessee welcomes in Alabama, and SMU hosts Cincinnati in a game that not only has implications within the American, but with the New Year's Six Bowl bid for the Group of Five. That's all for this week's edition of the College Football Rewind. Thanks to our friends at Learfield IMG College, Westwood One, and JMI Sports for their assistance. For our producers, Stephen Hartzell and Rob Joyce, I'm Kyle Tate, and you've been listening to the College Football Rewind.